Hi, we're Christian and Alex, your hosts of The Product Bakery. In this podcast, we break down the key ingredients to build great products. Second episode after our long break. Still keeping people on the wait for our new official format. It's coming. We're on it. It's coming. We have the first recordings in our pocket. Um, but make sure to join us uh, if you have any topics that you would want to discuss with us so that you can be maybe one of the first to launch. But with that, let's jump to a different topic. Um, two weeks ago, we were having dinner in Berlin. Um, Thai. It was a really good pet Thai. Ah, yeah. And um, I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was this one conversation um, that we had, and I wanted to pick it up in one of the episodes. So I think today is probably um, a good one. And it was mostly like the conversation around innovation. How companies are innovating, what the understanding of innovation is, depending on like the different fields, um, and how to actually innovate. Well, and you know partially my opinion on that, and I think we should definitely discuss how companies are not innovating and what they should not do if they believe they are innovating, but they are not innovating. <laughs> I mean, don't have an innovation team. <laughs> that's probably the number one. That's, that's and you know what people are saying? Thing. You know what? I, I, was, I was having a conversation with a guy who was working at an innovation lab. And I was just like, I was a little dizzy, had some drinks. And I said, hey, you know what? Fuck innovation. <laughs> uh, you should never have an innovation uh, lab. And the first thing he said was, you can't believe me. We have done some good stuff. And this is what every person in an innovation lab says. But uh, I agree that it should come from the inside. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously if you have like a dedicated team that can only think about innovation, sooner or later, hopefully something good comes out of it, right? But it doesn't mean that innovation needs to be an exercise for everyone in their organization. For I mean, everyone maybe... who has specific knowledge, yeah. domain knowledge, who interacts with the product, with the people, and so on and so forth, right? And I think this this already gets us a little bit into the direction of how to do innovation. And maybe we can start with that before we yeah, go but too I deep I would... into the mistakes. Totally. And I would also go maybe one step back and ask the question, what is innovation? <sighs> right? I mean... What, we, what, what we're talking about is at the end of the day, as a company, as a service, as a product, what are we doing? We're solving customers' problems, right? So innovation yes. means that we find new, better, enhanced ways to right. solve a certain problem. Yeah. And this is something in the classic definition of product management and product design, this is what our job is, <laughs> right? So an innovation manager 
is a product manager fucking hell so or should be at least right i was about to say should be most of the time isn't but that's that's like for the stories of what yeah. can go wrong um but yeah i think um it's it's spot on right it's something new a new approach um to make someone's life easier right um needs to solve a problem needs to be something that people actually want to use so it's not just like the ceo's idea that you execute uh, and i that want you it done launch because the person up in his chair thinks it's the great innovative new idea um so yeah it's it's something where i think at the very beginning you need to understand your users you need to understand the problems of your customers you need to understand what they're doing what workarounds they have what they struggle with how they do things only then you can start thinking and this is also where then i mean we can link the episode to design thinking and double diamond and all these processes but only then you can try to apply creative processes exactly to solve these problems yeah i mean all these processes are very helpful once you understood what problems you want to solve and i was just recently writing about it in my my one of my latest blog articles is we don't need to talk about defining a product vision or a product strategy or a product roadmap or what or introducing scrum or whatever you the hell you want to do if you don't know what problems you want to solve so and that involves in my opinion two very important parts one is understanding the customer which is mm -hmm. defining product market fit and secondly and that is kind of related to this is understanding what your competition is doing if that's yeah. not in place What else do we want to do, right? I mean, yeah. and this is where, I mean, innovation starts, right? I mean, understanding what problems you want to solve. I mean, we had uh, in our previous episode, we just talked about <laughs> thinking too much about the solution, right? And, and, and this is exactly what you don't want because thinking about the solution is usually great, but it's not solving always the problem. But But that's the thing that unfortunately, the way a lot of, businesses think about innovation and i mean I've, i've been there right like i've i've, <laughs> I've been working as a consultant um strategy consulting and we were on innovation projects right where oftentimes the outcome was clear before we even started working with the client mm -hmm. and understood the problem right and The way it often works is, um, you mentioned it earlier, you need to understand what your competition is doing. But this is where many people and many companies make the mistakes. They start with like these very broad analysis of the competitive landscape. What does everyone do? What are the different features? And what I've seen far too often is that when you look at those on uh, at those reports you see like all these gaps that you have to your competition and then innovation suddenly turns into a catch-up game yeah. and you try to close all these gaps because otherwise the others are ahead of you now the problem is 
Do you know if the others are actually successful with it? Do you know if it's working? Are they? Maybe there, maybe there is, is a reason why there is product? a gap. Yeah, maybe there's a reason why, the thing, why there is a gap. Right? Yeah. Is it really solving a problem? So it's it's really not just like about filling these gaps, making sure to catch up. It's about staying in your niche, looking at your product, knowing what you do best, knowing what your customers want, and then innovate within that. And that's also why I truly believe that you cannot have these outsourced innovation projects or these innovation labs where then suddenly it's being isolated, right? Because you don't have the contact to the rest of the organization. You're not working with like the products and the nitty-gritty detail, details of each individual feature, right? And this is like where... Um, but I need, to, I, need to, I need to raise one but here. <laughs> sure. So it, it is possible that you hire an innovation lab that will a better job than you by understanding what problems your customers really have. Yes. And now, <laughs> I love that. You're you're going in the direction where I wanted to go. Because I think... Um, Take me later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that the, the difficult part is how can teams innovate when they have all their business-as-usual tasks? When they 100%. do all the maintenance? 100%. Or when they do try to fill some of these feature gaps that have been passed on to them. Absolutely. And this is really the crucial part, right? Because I think you will often have companies and organizations that don't understand necessarily the role of PM, the role of the product designer, um, the role of the research team. And where then innovation and like these roadmaps and these ideas and what needs to be built is being formulated in some other rounds. And that's, triples uh, triples down onto the team where they then start like uh, start executing on it and they lose completely their innovation uh, or the time to innovate right so this is also the important thing then also for teams to learn how do i bring this in how can i do the research that i need to actually have these learnings, have these insights to mm. go back to the organization um, and show them what the real innovation is. And I think this is this is the really challenging part, right? And this is also the shout out to the product managers and product designers tuning in, product marketing managers too. So no matter how much you're forced slash pushed slash executing the gaps, you need to make time. And with make time, I'm really talking about make time, no matter what, in your calendar to think and to understand what the problems are, right? One problem that I was faced many times was I was so busy with working with teams, doing all that kind of stuff that I haven't had time to think about the problems. It is reality. But there was a little life hack a little life hack that I've learned that was super helpful for, for me. And actually, it wasn't even my idea. It was the idea of a customer support manager. So she came to me and said, Christian, if you like, I can set up in a time slot once a week meeting, so calls with you and our customers, and they can just tell you what problems they have. And I was like, brilliant. 
it's a, a brilliant idea. And we started setting up those calls. I put a blocker into my calendar for two hours and I had partially just 15 minute calls with the, with the clients who had bugs and stuff like this. So the customer support team was directly <laughs> redirecting them to me, to my, to my laptop. And I was sitting at my desk and having a call with the customer. It was amazing, but I was so much more connected and I, I got directly confronted with the problems. So it is crucial in any kind of way to, to make time to think about this. This is just my solution and what helped me. If you have a different organization, different structure and, and ways to interact with your customers, do whatever's best for you, but, but do it. So this yeah. is all we can say, right? Talking to your, to your target group, to your clients, to your customers, to your users is yeah. key in product. If you're not doing it, you're not doing product. And, and it, is the, it is your responsibility at the end to do these things, right? Yeah. It's, um, you can't just like use the excuses of, oh, the organization doesn't apply the right processes. Oh, uh, innovation is happening somewhere behind a closed door and uh, it's actually not the right thing. Um, yes, unfortunately companies are most of the time dysfunctional. <laughs> That's the reality. True. But it's up to you individually to figure out these processes, to start influence the people, to teach them, right? It's um, most of the time, it's not because someone in the company has bad intentions. I feel like everyone totally. usually wants to be successful. And especially those people who have these great innovation ideas um, that might not have the background or might not follow the processes that someone working in product would actually understand or do, they also want to be successful, right? And it's up to you to help them uh, make the company more successful. And that will more and more bring the right processes into the company and give you more time and give you the time back to actually focus on this. But and, you need to fight for it. And what we're discussing is actually applicable for all levels, whether it's, 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 it's mid-level, individual contributor level, or even leadership level, right? I mean, if you are a product lead and you're complaining that the company is not too product mindset driven, stuff like this, same, same thing here. I mean, yeah. I mean, you are a leader, right? And you have many employees, uh, under under your hood so i mean how are you how, how are you ju judging evaluating and measuring performance right based on the outcomes so if i'm working with a product manager as a cpo and i see this person is not 100% getting slash matching slash finding solutions to to problems we have a problem literally right so therefore i mean on one hand, there are certain battles that you cannot fight as an employee. If, for example, engineering processes do not work out, the quality that gets delivered is shitty because of, of technical issues and stuff like this, this is out of your hand, right? And this needs to be escalated to where it belongs to. And you need to pray that a solution will be found. But understanding customer pro problems, 100% on your side. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's one more thing that is on your side, which is pressing the follow button. Product Bakery Podcast, the number one podcast to go when it comes to product management. Yes. And Am I overselling it or? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's still their, their decision what they do, right? But exactly. I mean, they are responsible, right? I mean, if yeah. you're not pressing the button right now, it's your decision. It's, it's your yes. responsibility. Yes. And if you did press the button, then we see you next week. <laughs>